Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The 11 to 1 show. A thin pamphlet, barely 10 pages in it. That's what I was handed at the age of 12 to explain these scary changes that were happening in my body. How was I supposed to prepare myself to cope with periods for most of my teen and adult life with so little information? Now, whilst things aren't quite the same now for girls reaching puberty today, there is still a real lack of awareness and education around female body, menstruation and just female health in general and how to manage it. My next guests are hoping to change that. One is a consultant gynaecologist who set up the first specialised clinic for girls with gynae issues in Ireland. The other is a senior yoga teacher and Ayurvedic practitioner. She's passionate about educating women and girls on how to integrate holistic practices into their daily routine. So they have combined their expertise to set up a brilliant new resource, My Girls Gynae. It's aiming to educate and empower women and young girls around their menstrual cycle. I'm delighted to have Geraldine Connolly and Paula Herbert on the line. Ladies, you're very welcome. How are you getting on? Thanks so much, Sinead. We're delighted to be here. Thanks a million for bringing us on. Great to have you on. Now, you know, as I mentioned there, I was handed this small pamphlet of about five pages. This is what our school handled out, you know, to tell us all about periods. And, you know, my mother obviously did talk to me about it as well. But it was very much sort of go off now and deal with it. And (laughs) this was and I think still is the reality for most girls on the arrival of their period. Uh, well, Sinead, so this is Geraldine. So I'm, I think I'm probably um, somewhat older than you. So we didn't even get a pamphlet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that was, uh, so that was, yeah. So, I mean, there's no doubt about it that, um, well, mums themselves didn't know very mm. much. And I, I seem to think that mums even now, I mean, from the feedback we've been getting from our Instagram is that even now um, mums don't really, didn't really understand what was going on. So, yeah, so we're, we're really trying to get the word out there as to what's normal, what's not normal. And um, there's lots and lots of information out there. Some of it I've been looking at, some of it I'm not really happy with. Uh, and I suppose um, I, I just wanted to try and get a bit of medical stuff in there but also then to combine it with what we're doing in terms of how our daughters are living their lives and how we can help them to live better lives uh, in order to prevent gynecological issues. So there is loads and loads of information out there, but it becomes a really difficult task to try and navigate your way through that. So what we're trying to do is to try and set up like an evidence-based, solid, practical information to help moms and daughters. 
Yeah, and I love what the what the website is doing. It's absolutely brilliant. But Geraldine, you, you specialised in the area of child and adolescent gynae. And, you know, there's kind of, I, I was talking about this earlier on, it, there's kind of a mixture of, of feeling around it. Like for some girls, they feel awfully, you know, grown up. For me, it was that, I still feel like a child, but am I supposed to be growing up now? And then for others, their first period can be quite traumatic. Did you find that with some of of your your patients in the past? Oh, yeah. I mean, and, you know, the whole puberty gig, if you like, is it's huge. You know, I mean, uh, you see a child like I would have seen uh, children maybe at the age of nine or ten for a particular gynae issue, not period related. Mm. And four years later, they would be into me with a gynecological problem and it was they, they, these children did not look like the same children like I mean when you think about the growth spurt the development in the body the whole thing it's 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 an absolutely huge change and you know we need to be you know aware that this is a massive change for these girls and a lot of girls do find that actually really really difficult and yeah I mean you do feel I'm supposed to be an adult but you don't yeah. really feel like an adult I mean you feel like what is going on and somebody you know and there's and that's where we we're really trying to help uh, moms to help their girls yeah and- uh, and, and Paula, what about yourself? Because you were also seeing women who were struggling as well. So like what kind of, what, what's your background and what were the women struggling with specifically when they were coming to you for help? Well, I set up a yoga studio with my husband um, just over 20 years ago now, Sinead. And um, we had lots of women coming in with uh, hormonal issues. Mm-hmm. I was teaching kids and teaching teens as well. And I'm seeing a huge amount of stress and anxiety. And then in women in their 30s as well, I was seeing a lot of fertility issues. Oh, yeah. So that's why I really opened the Ayurveda clinic, because I thought, you know, yoga can do so much. But Ayurveda is like the sister science to yoga. It originated in India thousands of years ago as well. And uh, thousands of years ago. And the idea was to really keep the body as healthy as possible to support the yoga practices. That was the idea behind Ayurveda and really to be in rhythm with nature. And that might sound a bit woo-woo today, <laughs> but in fact, we've become so far removed from being in rhythm with nature that, you know, both mothers and daughters are suffering from stress and anxiety. And Geraldine often talks about this as well in her lectures, that you see, you know, hormones on both ends of the scale in households today. So you have women in perimenopause and Mm -hmm. menopause, and you have the girls going through puberty at the same time. And we just thought, wouldn't it be great to be able to help women balance their hormones through holistic practices. And yeah, sometimes medication is necessary, but often a lot of uh, cases can be resolved using very, you know, simple dietary and lifestyle uh, changes, actually. Yeah, and you've nailed it there because we were just talking about the fury, the absolute fury <laughs> that builds up, like, <laughs> the time of the month. So getting a yeah. handle on the, on the fury, like, I mean, I thought the fury would just be, you know, in the initial kind of teenage stages, but my God almighty, the roller coaster of emotions in my late 30s is just baffling to me. So this is quite an interesting side of what you do. And as you say, the, the Ayurveda practice, like, you can actually... Uh, regulate your cycle if if you're using these this holistic approach as well. 
Absolutely, because so much of it is based on having a daily routine that really works for your constitution. And then also getting enough fresh air and exercise and getting enough sleep Mm. and the right foods, you know, foods that are home cooked and are organic as much as possible and are not laden down with toxins and pesticides, you know. That just goes so far in terms of helping us stay in balance. But I think, you know, because of the type of society that we've lived in over the last number of years, and for women especially, because it's just go, go, go. So we're looking after kids, we're working, we're often looking after parents as well at the same time, and we're trying to catch up on household stuff then in the evenings. So getting to sleep at a proper time um, and getting really good quality sleep, you know, eludes many, many women. And as a result, we have hormonal, huge hormonal issues. And then for teens, when we look at the level of device exposure, um, it's just massive. So, you know, for many teens, there's no boundaries either around bringing phones up to the bedroom at night time. And then they're constantly bombarded with notifications. And this really affects their cycle. You know, it brings about stress and that shows up in the menstrual cycle. And if I can just come in there, I I noticed, I I set up the the kind of service, if you like, back in 2004. And I I noticed around about 2014, there was something changing. Mm. And I didn't understand it at the time. But what I found was that increasing number of girls were coming in with their moms um, with anxiety-related issues, not being able to go to school, um, crying, needing to attend psychology and TAMs and psychiatry. And it's only in the last maybe five years that I've realized that this actually coincided with really the uh, adoption of uh, social media yeah. in the country. And there is no doubt in my mind that this type of anxiety, this type of exposure um, causes um, issues with sleep, with stress, uh, with depression. Um, and we know that emotions and um, uh, and the menstrual cycle and your digestive system and all and your skin and all these things they're all linked up. So it's it's it really struck me. Um, you know, I've actually taken early retirement um, because okay. I, I felt I felt that what and I wanted to do what we're doing now because I felt that by the time I was getting to see these girls, we'd missed the boat. Yes. We, they were already in a, um, a vortex, if you like, of um, unwellness and requiring medical help and definitely requiring medical help. But my sense was if we could, you know, dial the clock back a little bit and say, you know, um, maybe try and get to these girls when they're 10, 11, 12, set up uh, a much more positive narrative, set up a much more positive lifestyle and giving the information to mums and daughters and what to expect and what not to be worried about. And, you know, sometimes things you do need to be worried about and you do do need to seek uh, medical help. But I really did find that, you know, I was spending more and more of my time in consultations talking to people and explaining what was going on. And you could just see, you know, in some girls and in their mothers, like the stress lifting from their yeah. bodies. Yeah, and so the penny like, dropping as well, because like... It's okay, and yeah. there's nothing wrong here. Yeah, yeah. So I, I just felt this was a really important piece of what, um, you know, because if we're, if we can, if we can, like, you know, I'm sounding like a bit of, I don't know what, but if, if we can um, 
if we can help our girls to live healthy lives, imagine what this will do in terms of their hormones with regard to their fertility in later mm. life mm. and indeed with regard to um, their menopause in later life. Uh, I mean, if we set it all up, this is the way to go as far as I'm concerned. Oh, no, I think absolutely it is. And you said something key there to create a more positive narrative, because let's be honest, uh, it's still there. And definitely it has been in years uh, gone by. This idea of, oh, you know, don't be talking about periods and the shame and it's dirty and all of this was tied into it. So thankfully that slowly but surely, you know, it is it is actually changing. So tell me about the the My Girls Guiney then. So say like, because I've I'm I'm a mom of a, of a daughter probably could have done with this <laughs> at the start but you know you know we, we she's at she's at the later stage of teenage now it's never yeah. too late i suppose to learn never this stuff so so if we signed up what could we learn well we decided that we put together an online course because what we found Sinead, was that yeah there's a lot of talks in school about um you know sex education mm-hmm. about contraception maybe they do a little bit about the body as well um, but and, and the girls get a certain amount out of that, but if it's not reinforced on a regular basis, they forget a lot of it as well, yes. or it goes in one ear and out the other, or they, they integrate a little bit of it, but it's impossible to listen to a two-hour lecture and integrate everything all at once. So we felt if we put together an online course that we gave mums and daughters access to, that they could watch together um, and then open up discussion after each video as well. So that the house then becomes a really open space for discussing periods. So, you know, there's no taboo around it then and there's no secrecy around it then. And by the way, it's not just for mums. It's yeah. also for dads. And yeah, for absolutely. As well. We're very aware of trying to open up that whole discussion also um, and making men feel comfortable to go in and buy sanitary wear for their daughters whenever necessary. You know, there should be no taboo around that either. So the course covers all the different types of sanitary wear um, available today, from tampons to moon cups to, you know, um, uh, pads as well, um, and period pants. And it also covers all the um, major issues that crop up with heavy periods, mm. irregular periods, for example, um, as well as the whole physiology behind puberty um, into going into all the detail of what happens with the hormones throughout the month. And then we provide some bonus videos um, from the holistic side, um, breath work, uh, posture practices, deep relaxation, just to help with stress and anxiety as well and postures that really help when the girl has their period also just to open up the pelvis a little bit but very gently. So one of the key things that we try to emphasise is don't push through on the days when you have your period. So take it easy for, you know, two or three days. It doesn't mean you have to stay in bed, no. go to school, but you don't have to be running marathons or, you know, out swimming in the sea those days. Take it easy on the body and that really sets you up for a much better month and eases the following period. Yeah, and I think, yeah, absolutely. And I think but that that's covering absolutely everything. And you, you just mentioned something there because I do think that, uh, and we've had this conversation before on the show, girls that are going through difficult period or just a normal period find that they then end up dropping out of sport because again, yeah. there's not that education and support there. 
Absolutely. And, you know, we're delighted now because we're actually going into sports clubs. Oh, and fantastic. Educating mums and girls in the sports clubs as well mm. in relation to this, just to make sure that they optimise their health so that they can continue those sports and feel really comfortable doing so. That's fantastic to see. And, you know, one of the things that you're aiming to do, and listen, this is a fantastic feat, fair play to you if you end up doing this, is to help women see their menstrual cycle as a gift, not the curse that we call it every month. (laughs) Yeah, and I mean, that's really where we're linking back into, you know, getting in rhythm with nature. And, you know, if we look at ancient civilizations, they actually celebrated their menstruation and they took time out and went off and menstruating together you know know. (laughs) they had a few days off all the household chores and now obviously we're not suggesting that you pitch a tent in your back garden and head out there for the few days of your cycle (laughs) but definitely there's a lot to um you know to really tune into and we were talking at earlier as well about being able to tune into the phases of the moon and the phases of your cycle yeah and i only Um, learned about this very recently this is going back to that idea of the lack of education so that's really interesting yeah, it is. And it just makes so much sense, you know, that when there's a full moon, um, we're much more likely to feel very outgoing. Yeah. It's a much, um, it really supports ovulation, for example. So, you know, if we were very in tune, we could actually get back into rhythm with that and be ovulating when there's a full moon and then be menstruating when there's a new moon, you know. Yeah. We're not expecting that. <laughs> that takes a lot of work. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's very interesting to start to, to, to look at that. To explore well. it, absolutely, yeah. But if I can come in, yes. um, there was a great uh, transition year project from... Um, uh, Letter Kenny was it? Yeah, it was Letter Kenny. Donegal, yeah. uh, and it was a, a group of um, TY students, and they came to um, YSI. Was yeah, the, the project. Yeah. Oh, the social innovators, is it? Yeah. Yes. yes. And they they were talking about um, like the the lack of education around the moods and the different emotions around the cycle, uh, which is exactly what Paula was talking about. Because like you know, sometimes you're kind of going. Why do I have the rage? Like, yeah. why do I feel I want to break a window or, you know, you know, go to bed uh, and not and cover my head? And then two days later, the period comes, and then you know, you kind of go, oh, that's why. Mm-hmm. Or else, you know, um, if you're if you're um, really kind of, you know, vivacious and and out there and optimistic and socialising, and then you kind of think, oh yeah. And if you know what your signs of ovulation are, mm. uh, you'll say, oh yeah, that's you know. And it's really just being a little bit more in tune with our bodies because really what we're doing in our society now is we're living from the neck up. We do not listen to what's going on you're totally right and that goes for all of us it really does really across does. across yeah. both genders it really really does okay. ladies I think what you're doing is, is fantastic it really is I know you're running a course now on the 20th of July around teen gynae health how can people sign up to that? They can sign up from the website. Yep. Um, so if they just go to www.mygirlsgyny.com, um, they can just link into our events there and they can buy a ticket for a mother and daughter or it can be for the dad and daughter or granny and daughter or carer and daughter. And they can come in studio. It's in person, live in Black Rock in Dublin and also online. So for any of your listeners around uh, the area, we'd love to have you come in online. And it's a two-hour workshop, Thursday the 20th of July. 
Fantastic. Well, ladies, I think what you're doing is exceptional work. It's so, so important. I thank you so much for taking the time to chat to me today. Thanks a million, Sinead. Thank, thank you, you so, so much. much. Thanks, Thanks a million. Bye, Bye now. Take care. MyGirlsGuiney.com. Okay, check it out. You can see all the courses there and they have a great blog as well where you can just get a little bit of uh, information and, and read it at your own leisure there as well. MyGirlsGuiney.com. The 11 to 1 show. 